0: Welcome to the role-playing exchange. There you go. Tonight we're playing Star <laughs> Trek. Hey, what was that laugh about? How dare you laugh at me?
1: Nothing, sir. I didn't. I was. I wasn't laughing uh, at you, sir. You were laughing, laughing with, with you. me. Yes. yes.
0: Uh, tonight we have the usual Star Trek crew, and we'll go in alphabetical order, starting with Aaron. Oh, uh, Aaron, hey, uh,
2: This is uh, Aaron. Uh, I am playing Lieutenant Platt. Uh, the Chief of engineer on the USS Tigris, nice. right? Engineering, if or uh, instead of chief of engineer, which I assume I just have one extra engineer in there in the bay. Yeah. <laughs> chief of engineer. <laughs> chief um,
3: of engineer, there's like forty to fifty people on board. You got a couple under you, yeah.
2: yeah you probably true, have um, ten. I, ju- I just appointed out one. Apparently,
0: he's, he's just, only... it's All you he's can gonna... manage
2: is one. Yeah, yeah really more
0: point. than that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of lets them manage themselves it's, it's one of those small office image. situations <laughs> nice uh hey
3: so this is burke i am back playing dr lenar maro the chief medical officer of the uss tigris and or tigris
1: i'm sean i'm still playing thrashiv everybody's favorite cranky old chief of security Ready to to not you know no no war crimes still we're doing great guys
3: so far yeah. We really found our moral footing in season two. (laughs) The moral (laughs) footing of no
1: war crimes.
0: The the bottommost minimum you could have, but I'll I'll take it to be honest.
3: (laughs) Every journey begins with a single non war crime. That's right.
0: (laughs) Hopefully they all end with a non war crime. That's the plan.
2: Or we could just do it by you know not stopping for not doing war crimes in the first place. What? Oh, whoa! Just yeah.
3: Careful. So, Careful. you only have to not begin and not end with war crimes. You can do yeah. all the war crimes you want in the middle. Uh, well, no, that's
0: not quite how that works.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's what Aaron just said, though. So, so actions have know, war uh, crime,
0: consequences. Consequences, yes. Mm. Think. Things that happen in the middle continue. Uh, that sounds made up to me. Yeah. Get it right. Dick, it's probably just it a communist pictures. plot. <laughs>
3: So what are we doing this week, Joe?
0: Well, this week uh, the Tigris is still on its behind-the-lines patrol mission. Oh, sure. uh, but uh, has just been has just received orders to return to the fleet at their earliest convenience. That's vague. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, come back if you want. That's a- if you don't have something pressing going on,
2: if if you're not this, is this like the? Nagging parents coming home trying to guilt their kid, uh, kids coming home for sp- for Christmas break. Like you know, you can see us during there uh, <sighs> during the holidays if, if you're not too busy.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, as Cardozo explains, that typically indicates that uh, they have. She has a little bit of latitude as to uh, when she's expected to return with the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, In as much as if she's got something good going on behind the lines, go keep doing that. <laughs> Okay. Like don't, don't drop everything and race back
3: we're two for two so far so.
0: yeah uh but with that in mind and without uh being able to uh come up with too much as far as stuff to do behind the line she is she has directed the ship to return to federation space uh or at least what you all hope is still federation space wait a minute with that in mind uh you receive a message uh, on your way, you're tri- cruising at warp six, avoiding all planets and known spaceways. Mm-hmm. When you receive a uh, broadcast message, it's broadcast in a code, but the code is like two years out of date. It's it's Starfleet it's Starfleet standard code, but it's wrong. Uh, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a <laughs> trap. So, uh, you know, it comes in a quick burst uh, and the code requests assistance uh for federation personnel and citizens.
3: Do they identify themselves?
0: Uh they don't. Hmm. That's it's it's pretty vague. And it gives you like a location to go to. That's uh, it's,
1: it's it? like in a place there's like no
0: actual Federation stuff that's supposed to be out here, right? Uh you're pretty close to the border at this point. Um or what used to be the border. So <clears throat> there were some <clears throat> Pardon me. There were some planets out here that uh changed sides when they ended the war with the Cardassians. Uh so it could refer to uh, Federation citizens on some of those planets. Okay. Do they uh, say where to go? Like is it coming? Do we yeah, know where it's give, coming from? They do give you coordinates and they do say where to go. Okay. Where do they say to go? Uh it is to the now I gotta come up with a name for the system, which I forgot to do previously. Fine. Uh
2: Immersion broken.
0: Yeah, I'm a monster. <laughs> no, you're.
2: It's, it's a trap.
1: We don't have to go. So, don't worry about it. Like, oh, but we don't know that.
3: We may have to help somebody.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, how about the Skinner system, Skinner two?
2: Um. Actually, how many uh, how many light years are we out from that?
0: Uh, just about four. Uh, it won't take. It'll take the ship like a minute or two to pop over at current speed.
2: Okay. Uh would it be possible just to send a probe in to be able to scan the area for other that's uh for other signals to confirm if there is a uh, a habitat that we haven't seen there before possibly a ship that isn't that's uh, a ship that might be hiding there that is expecting us in ambush
0: yes you certainly could and uh the captain thinks that's a good idea uh so she will order uh, the deployment of your last probe. You've been using a lot of probes recently.
2: Uh, before we do that, is there anything I could do to it, to uh, uh, a modification just to see if we're looking at either uh, cloaked ships because we're, uh, it's, uh, I, uh, sorry, I don't want to metagame this one. Do we? Are we at the uh, the point where we're aware that the Jem'Hardar have cloaking capabilities?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, like, locally they do. You don't know whether the ships do.
2: Okay, so, okay. Uh, but yeah, I could just, uh, basically, just a, a general sensor ping right now, or specifically looking for things like, uh, Cardassian, uh, like, emissions that they might be trying to hide from their ships.
0: Uh, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, no
2: roll required. Okay, so, just modify that as needed before we shoot it off.
0: Yeah, alright, you fire the probe. It's, uh, it flies off, and it also travels at warp speed.
1: I would also like to do some, like, digging in on the message itself and see if there's anything discernible uh in it (laughs) it's a hot take joe just Dayway was fine. The listeners at home were having a discussion. Are you uh, a no, I didn't even notice this
2: <sighs> question. That... <laughs> Actually, like, imagining this in character, I'm just sitting there modifying the probe and suddenly I see two chats coming up on my screen on the, <laughs> the L-cars. Just, yeah, and, and just of like cool. them away. Like, I'm oh, to And then, yeah, to him, back of him, There's on their, on their screen going, what the hell is um, this?
3: Okay, so, sorry. So <laughs> legitimate question. Um... Does the signal? This is maybe something that that Plaque can help with because I don't know how to do it. But does do these signals have any like m- metadata or like carrier data that identifies who sent it? Like, can we even tell if it, it to... was sent by Federation hardware. That's uh, know, at some
0: point. yeah. That's a uh, that's that's basically along the lines of Threshie's question. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna say that would be a role to okay. like dig out the metadata. Uh, Science um, or engineering role. Uh, it would be science that we're engineering. Yeah. Oh, I can. I'll help. Uh, for, like, correct coding requirements, you would use combat, since that, like, covers all the security stuff.
1: Okay. I'll okay. assist. Okay. All right. Uh, so if we're going to use combat, I'll probably make that roll. Yeah,
3: okay. you can check the security <clears throat> integrity of the
0: signal. <laughs> because there yeah, you go. Yeah,
1: that did it. Look at me go. <laughs> all
0: right. So here's what you know. Um, you got pretty much squeezed pretty much everything you could out of this message. One, uh, it is a hundred percent legitimate code utilized by Starfleet about two years ago. Two, metadata indicates that it was sent by somebody who was in the engineering section. Uh it's you know, the codes vary slightly depending on who sends them. Uh three, they were command level, so that means lieutenant commander or above. Uh four. Uh, the code was out of date because that's when a bunch of... Uh, the code was replaced hastily at around the time this code, you know, at around the time this code was canceled, it was replaced due to a lot of defections to the Maquis from Starfleet officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and four, I, actually this should be five, uh, this looks like the code, this is extremely similar to the code of one uh uh, Chizula, who mm-hmm. was a, an Andorian um, uh, engineering officer who was a defector.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm just throwing this out here, but like basically to summarize what Joe just told us, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs>
0: uh, so Cardozo turns to the rest of the bridge and asks, uh, So should we investigate this obvious trap? <laughs> kind of.
1: A- uh, I mean I guess wait for the probe to give us some info first before we just go blasting in the middle of it uh-huh. yeah
3: I mean we can't leave them out here to just do whatever they want like we can go in knowing it's a trap but we should deal with it before they um, come across somebody who cannot defend themselves
0: uh, all right so you get the recor- uh, you get the reports back from the probe uh, and uh, yeah it is a It's a planet. It has a small, mostly human population. Uh, There are Cardassians on the planet. There seem to be no ships in orbit. Um, uh, It's not exactly the sort of planet you would want to colonize if you had a ton of other options, but it's got some valuable stuff. You know, some unusual mineral mineral deposits, easily mineable. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dilithium? Dilithium. uh, Not dilithium specifically, no. Uh, But a bunch of other dilithium light sort of hard-to-replicate material. Sure, sure.
2: Oh, deuterium, okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And um, uh, it's got a terrible atmosphere, though. Like, it's still breathable, but it's very volatile. A lot of, you know, uh, storms, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was one of the planets that changed hands uh, in the treaty. Um, Which direction? Sorry. Oh, it changed towards the Cardassians. Boo. Well, you know. So there are, theoretically, a bunch of human colonists on there that are Cardassian citizens, quote-unquote, who decide, who elected to remain. Yeah. Uh, and that does seem to be the direction that the signal came from. Oh, crap.
2: So it's a trap, but we can't ignore it.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good trap if it's a trap. <sighs> yeah.
2: Well, in terms if that, if it looks at this is, may just be a, a member of the Maquis who was caught behind lines and Is trying to help out others that are might be trapped on there with them.
0: Um, Sean, uh, give me a what would be closest? I would say, yeah, give me a, another combat roll.
1: Thanks again, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: Hey, you got plus five on it,
1: that's so about as good as I can get, man. No, <clears> it's, it's <throat> your average. <clears throat> well, no, I'm saying like
0: it's as good as I can get as far <laughs> as uh, skills
1: for him to choose for me to roll. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. Uh,
0: well. So, if, if they are Maquis, uh, that would be good from the Federation's point of view, because while the Federation has been anti-Maquis before, you feel fairly confident that Starfleet Intelligence would like to have, you know, a guerrilla force behind enemy lines. Would enemy be real of Real convenient right now.
1: <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, enemy of enemy,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you could bring that up to the captain if you want. Uh, but if you don't want to, that's also fine.
1: I will. I mean, I I would be remiss to not mention the value of that possibility. I also am not a fan of the idea of going to bail out traitors to the federation that are now suddenly kind of an ally whenever they've been getting their butt kicked. So now they're like, "Oh, but we're kind of on the good side again. So come help us now." (laughs) Yeah, but you hate that more than Cardassians. I mean, the Cardassians didn't, like, renounce their allegiance that they gave to the Federation first, kind of. So, yeah. Wow. I'm not saying yes, but it's like, ooh, there's kind of, like, I'd have to, like, I'd have to hesitate for a second before I said yes. Yeah. The credentials. <laughs> to bust towards. out a mind map. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to hit the whiteboard for that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. pro-con list. <laughs> yep. All right, well, the captain says, well, uh, we could check it out, and if it turns out that it's a trap, we'll just bounce. Yeah, I mean we can at least move to long range sensor. Range. Yeah, so she makes that order, and so the ship moves in. Reach uh, long range sensors. The ships, uh, pretty much ship sensors, pretty much reflect what the uh, what the probe indicates. No ships in the vicinity. Small Cardassian population. Larger human population. Pretty scattered. Uh, you know, there's uh, an enormous thunderstorm that's covering one continent of the three. Uh, so don't beam down there. what's the the actual like terrain I guess uh it's pretty rocky uh more mountains than usual uh you know there's enough plains and farmland to support colonists uh but they probably would be if the population got two or three times as big they'd probably have to import a lot of food unless they were going to just like dig out a bunch of sections under the mountains and grow it like hydroponically yeah which you know at this at this level of technology, would not be very expensive to do, but there it is. Sure. Was there,
1: was there any kind of like reference point or contact point in the message? Like, who do we try to get a hold of or anything?
0: Uh, it was a general distress message, giving you the location of the planet and also a specific uh, location to arrive at, um, like a specific orbital location.
1: See, there's uh, nothing about that. It's reassuring, man. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We really need your help and we really need you to be right here in this very specific point in place and time. Like it'd just be the best, guys. No.
2: Please. I swear to god, if we find Matt Fruer down there, I'm just nuking the site for orbit. <laughs> 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 that technically was a Star Trek Star Trek joke, so I <laughs> know. <Yeah>,
0: <laughs> um, all right, so uh Captain says Ah, the hell with it. Shields up, enter that location in orbit. <laughs> let's do it. Let's Starkly, ah,
2: the hell with it.
0: <laughs> like, we're here already.
2: <clears throat> that tech yacht, Eddie, looks dangerous. Out the hell with it.
0: Hell it? <laughs> Sail right for it. Let's, let's
2: surf on it. Show yeah.
0: we have. Uh Can
1: we, is, like, is there like, uh, signals to intercept or anything like that? Like, communications going on that we can pick up on or anything like that to try to figure out independently what's going on here? Uh there
0: is local communication. Um there seems to be uh, a lot of intercommunication between the human settlements and the Cardassian settlements, like they're open lines. Uh there don't seem to be a ton of messages going back and forth, but like I said, it's it's got a small population. Mm. I mean uh, but they're like they're talking to each other and they're like
1: they're having phone calls. They're not like lobbing, you know, artillery shells. So it's No,
0: there like- seems to be no open conflict. Not like the last place you guys went. Uh Alright, so you arrive at that point in orbit and you receive another burst message. Uh, This one with uh, Chizula 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 sending a canned message up saying, uh, this is uh, Yeren Chizula of the Maquis. I am requesting any assistance to enemies of the from enemies of the Dominion. Um, It it appears this is a Federation vessel. we would request that you beam down to these coordinates, um, a party with whom we could speak. But if these coordinates do not, uh, it's just like size. (laughs) If that makes you nervous, and I understand if it would, you may radio back with specific coordinates. Please stick to this code.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) The captain says, (laughs) uh, okay, Uh, opinions. Uh, Maybe we break out like two shuttles and fly to that location.
2: So it's, um, actually, is there it from what, what is the location that they're asking us to go look like? Can we actually scan that area?
0: Uh, you can. It is okay. not under the thunderstorm.
2: Okay. Uh, engineering check to pull up information or would that be a, sci- a scientists role to go up and do a sensor sweep?
0: Uh, it'll be sciences. Uh, you know, you'll get stuff for free, whether you succeed or fail. Okay. And I'll- anything else will just provide you with more information.
2: Okay, I'll do a general scientist roll then. Oh, nice. All
0: right, so here's what you get. Uh, The location is in a cave. Uh, It looks like it used to be a mine. You know, there is some naturally occurring deuterium in the area. Not much. Um, And uh, there are three uh, people there. They're armed. Uh, There is a larger group further away in the other caves. They are also armed. The arms are all pretty much small arms. Uh there is some portable sense equipment, sensing equipment, you know, larger than a tricorder, but not like a ship or shuttlecraft sensors. Um, and there is another ca- a cache of small arms uh, located nearby. Larger, there is some food, but it all looks like it's you know emergency ration. Hmm. Mm.
2: So at least it seems like they're being honest about this, and it doesn't it the that's like the area doesn't seem to be as at least initially trapped as far as we can tell.
0: It's not mined or anything. There are no force fields in place or even anything up there to project a force
2: field. Okay. Uh, at least from all, that's like all view, it seems to be fairly secured. I can't see anything here that would that would pose an immediate threat to us as long as we were, are going down with a fully prepared security team. That would
1: be my suggestion as well, Captain, that we take the security force down first and make sure that everything is secure before whatever you want to make your designatee uh, to
0: go down arrives.
3: Sounds good to me.
0: Uh, all right. Well, um, I think in this <clears throat> particular circumstance, I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to transport down myself. Um, yeah, I, I think I have to transport down myself if we're going to, if this is going to be an asset for the Federation, which seems cruel to say, uh, and I'll leave commander Silas in charge. um, uh, Chief the Shiv, you're with me. Bring a reputable security crew. Um, and she picks two other people, uh, two other bridge types, science officer, etc. <laughs> <Okay.
1: laughs> I think and, my, uh, uh, my choices are obvious, Captain. But uh, I, I believe that <laughs> the the doctor and uh, yeah, people are wounded. You never know, and,
2: and uh, if they there. If their uh, equipment, or that's like replicators, are off, that's like offline. We may need to be able to restore that.
0: All right. Well, then. Okay. Uh, great. Let's
2: let's get down there.
0: Uh, so I do want to
1: um, use my aspect that the Steve team is a well oiled machine, uh, <laughs> or a, a bonus. Like if this goes squirrely, um, that the Steve team is prepared and ready for it to go squirrely, so that we got a little bonus going on just
3: in yep. case. Kerman breaks. David yep. is ready.
0: Yeah, everyone is ready. We get all the we got all the Steves. <laughs> all right, you transport down. Uh the Steves and their well-oiled machine are already have phasers in hand, ready to go. And you arrive, and there he is. It's uh, Yeren Chizula and some other obvious. Well, it seems obvious to the combat experienced uh, Maki operatives uh, awaiting you. And uh, they relax slightly as you materialize, and he introduces himself to the to the captain, and they start talking. And basically, here's here's the situation. Uh, Wait,
1: what? No, Joe?
0: Joe? Yes. Yes. Are you? Do you want me to play two characters against each other? Merce me. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the one that had the captain beam down. I. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, Damn logic. No, you, don't, you don't have to do
1: a <laughs> micro not not to ask for it. So <laughs> uh
0: he's uh fairly blunt. He does not want to ask the Federation for help, but the Maquis has basically been broken to this point. Um, you know, Eddington is dead, uh Cal Hudson is dead. Uh the Dominion have been pretty ruthless about rooting out and destroying Maquis' cells, uh going as far as to uh, bomb regular civilian targets uh, that were suspected of harboring the Maquis so they've taken to hiding in these caves or in these caves and um, they are looking for aid of any type mm. um, the Cardass- the local Cardassian government is anti-Dominion uh, they were put in place by the Dapata Council the Tapa Council I think actually Uh, and so they're opposed to the dominion. Uh, they're not going to take huge steps, but they will, they have, they have offered up official blindness of any activities the Maquis might take against the dominion. Unfortunately, uh, they don't have any ability to get off planet. Um, and they don't have any ability to build anything to get off the planet. Uh, and they don't have any ability to intercept any material, uh, that might be helpful to stop uh, the Dominion. So that's what they're asking for help with. And he just kind of guides you guys around. Uh, you can ask questions at any time. Uh, and he just, yeah, he guides you guys around, and you look at the situation that they're in, and it's not great. Uh, there are some injured. Uh, they have a doctor, but he's mostly more of a medic, uh, not 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 a doctor as such, an EMT.
3: Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm.
0: You know, so just just uh, providing medical assistance would be a great help to them. Right, right. Uh, weapon wise, they're, they're OK. Uh, they've got quite a store. Um, it's just they're operationally limited. They don't have a lot of food or, uh, you know, range. And right. they don't want to target the local Cardassians who are who would normally be their targets. They've given up on those guys
2: because they flipped, basically. Or at least they've declared their neutrality. And for all intents and purposes, they're basically civilians at this point. Who? Uh, The Cardassians, so... Uh,
0: yeah, that never... So, you know what? Hmm, give me... (laughs) With that question, that question provokes a skill roll. Okay. Give me a knowledge check. Okay,
2: uh, knowledge? Let's see. Would I be able to boost that with my Expand My Horizons? Since listening into. Uh, That's like cultural, uh, at least general maybe cultural knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be a spend. Uh, I guess that's a spend. Yep, go for it. All right. You have tasty fate point. So, okay. So if that's a plus two on top of that, that's a three.
0: All right. With a three, you know that the Maquis were not super selective about Cardassian civilians. Mm -hmm. So that isn't really, they've been, it's more accurate to say they've been relegated to non-opponent
2: status. Okay.
0: For in complete fairness, the Cardassians didn't seem to care too much about human civilians when they were fighting the Maquis. So, so the Maki
2: attitude would be, "Why bother?" So, why bother? Right? Yeah.
1: Um. <clears throat> while um, I didn't write the guy's name down. I don't remember what it is now. I'm a bad choice. Uh, Chizula. Yeah. While Chizula <laughs> and the captain are talking, and we're you know yeah. kind of like getting our little tour and stuff, I'm gonna like gravitate to the side and get like one of the lieutenants and basically. Try to pump them for information and like double check, like that the story that we're getting is the real story, kind of a thing. All right, that's fair. Uh,
0: let's see. That should be I think it's provoke, right? Is provoke, that, Yeah, like, well, if you're, yeah, a rapport. or a rapport, rapport would also work.
1: Yeah, you're trying to do it by force, or... right? Are you uh, like, yeah, rapport is probably the better one than, oh, hey, it's the same. Ah, I am good in both. Look at me
0: go that's three. That's not bad. Um, it seems like he's being pretty honest. Uh, like, there's stuff that he's not mentioning. Um, I mean, yeah, there's obviously – like, they're never going
1: to tell you the full truth.
0: But it's it's relatively minor and shouldn't – you know, it's nothing serious or that, at least that they consider serious that they're not mentioned. Uh, probably about what the status of the Maquis War against the Cardassians was before the Dominion showed up or anything about their own personal war crimes. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'll, I'll take it like I basically like take out my tricorder and like shoot a text message to the captain and be like, "Hey, by the right. way, like you know, it's checking out as basically legit." The story
0: seems legit. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. She texts you back in okay, <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, so she gets the tour and she basically gives the guy a non-answer. Well, I'm mean, gonna have to confer with my crew and Starfleet command before we take any steps uh, to assist you. And he looks frustrated, but. That's all frustrated, but not surprised. He shrugs and says, all right, well, we'll still be here. Um, She offers to tender medical assistance on the part of Dr. Marrow. If she agrees to stay down. Sure. And she'll detail you, uh, you know, a few security guys. Absolutely. No problem. Um, and everybody else will beam up so she can confer. Okay. All right. So, um, we'll go upstairs first. So back on the ship. In the uh, in the mess hall, uh, Captain Cardozo says, "All right. So, what do we think here? Is this is this something that's worth our resources? Um, it's a pretty small operation, but I imagine there probably are still broken or you know half operable Maki cells all along the frontier that, if we can, you know." Re-establish contact between them. They could be a thorn in the side of the Dominion, especially if they're armed with more than the just piecemeal raiders they kind of put themselves together in two years ago.
1: I have I have two reservations about helping at this point. Right. One is that I don't believe we have the equipment or the means to be of any immediate assistance for what they're looking for. We can't just give them our shuttlecraft. Is really kind of where they're wanting. Like what they're wanting is equivalent to that
0: right yeah i think that's
1: that's fair and then secondary to that i don't know that strengthening the maquis is going to be all that great of a thing in the end like if we defeat the the dominion then we're going to have a vastly strengthened and much more well organized maquis uh doing their thing all over again and we'd be right back at square one.
0: I think basically what we would be doing is a seeding that the Maquis would have. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Burke. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, several. <laughs> uh so as uh, she says, yeah, I think we would be if we did assist them, we'd have to basically accede them statehood. Um we'd have to agree to recognize them as an independent state between us and the Cardassians, whatever's left of the Cardassian state at the end of this war. And uh, that would be a problem, especially if they continue to be negatively inclined towards the Federation. It would be a problem if they are negatively inclined towards the Cardassian. Yeah,
1: I, I just don't, I don't see, in the long run, any benefit from a strengthened monkey. Like, there's not... There's immediate, there's immediate benefit and payoff, but in the, in the end, I don't know that there's anything that's going to outweigh the, uh, the bad at the end
0: of it. I, I have another a hesitation along those lines, and um, it is along the lines of the unofficial motto of the Tigris, no war crimes. I would prefer not to be associated with any war crimes, and the Maquis are known for committing war crimes.
1: That thought had occurred to me as well, Captain. I just I I didn't figure that even needed like well, <laughs> thrown out there. This is, but I mean this you're, is you're all right.
0: going this is all being this is all on the record, so I just want to make that especially clear. Uh it's in Plat. Do you have any thoughts? Pro, con, neutral?
2: In turn I th- I understand the security risk given the fact that we have the Maquis. Uh, so as like uh, the Maki are at odds with Federation standards, but given the fact that, despite this, se- uh, se- uh, uh, this se- uh, secession from the Federation standards, they are still are. That's, like, they are, that's, like, still in one, one way or another, that's, like, based off of Federation of colonies and help that is, that's, like, still needed uh, for this. And if uh, I may, that's, like, be so bold, I feel the humanitarian aid is something that would aid, that's, like, help us further in the end while preserving our principles. But that being said, I understand the security risks that the chief brings up. So, and given my own knowledge, I will not, that's like, I will not supersede that. But I feel that the help, that's like helping could be, that's like help could bring them in first. Oh, yeah. no, no, (laughs) no. So, but I, I, so Platt would like to help, so.
0: Platt wants to help. All right. That's understood. Um, I think if we went from the
1: angle of purely humanitarian in aid... Like, if we provided them like medical supplies and food stuff, uh, did satisfy both our desire to not actually enable them to a unreasonable degree and also satisfy the idea of like just not abandoning these people out here. I would not advocate for actions further than that, Captain.
0: Well, I'm, um, I agree with you. Uh, I don't have a problem providing medical aid or food. Uh, and this is why the chain of command exists. I mean, after all, we can, uh, Always oh, pass the buck up to star pardon me, Starfleet Command, and I think that is uh, the, a good idea here <laughs> uh, uh, Sorry, uh, if you've listened to this show <laughs> this, this particular this particular role-playing game for long enough, you realize that there's also a chat occurring where there are many Star Trek memes. And, show uh, I have am- a link
3: to screenshots of the chat. We, yeah,
0: that that sounds like a good idea. Oh, no. I nominate. It's
1: all, it's all still it. there. It's all still there in the Discord. Like, could right. get that done. Yeah, it's all it's
3: there
2: permanent. Uh, and also, no uh play public radio is my excuse. Ah, <laughs> all right,
0: fair, fair.
1: It falls back on you, Joe. Sorry,
0: but damn it. All right, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's probably nothing. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think that's the way to go. We provide them humanitarian aid only. Um, I got the feeling that they kind of knew that would be the case, and they probably have a second thing to ask us. If that turns out to be true, then um, you know we'll re- review that at the time.
2: <sighs> Understood. Then.
0: Meanwhile, on in the caves. mm Hmm in the pretty usual cave Star Trek always uses. Yes. <laughs> yes. My one set, your one <laughs> set of caves. Yes. Uh, you're down there for, you know, and, uh, a quick, you know, quick review triage of the people with medical wants, uh, are are comb- combination of two things, like pretty typical combat injury injuries mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, nutritional deficiencies. Mm. Um, yeah. So it doesn't take much to treat this, right? Like here's some nutritional supplements and, you know, yep. we're just going to spray on so we catch you with some hypo sprays for the rest of it. So they um, have
3: nothing, they don't even they don't have like basic replication at
0: all. They have, no, they don't they don't have any replicators or anything. Yeah. Um I mean they kind of moved out here to get away from that. Uh mm-hmm. a lot of the colonists in the area were like a not quite as extreme as like back to nature, but they, they did want to like get away from the ultra modern federation. So they, you know, you nice. it's yeah. No replicators, not a lot of medical material. I'm sure they started with plenty, but they don't seem to have any now.
3: Yeah. So I was gonna say, that's probably the case. I was going to say one of the things while um, helping out people is try to teach their medic, like more efficient dosing and stuff and like how to
0: use what they have the uh, medic is extremely happy to see you. Yeah, uh, he's a Bolian male <laughs> named oh, no. Bella. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, a real doctor. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna write down whatever you have to say about using this material more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like before I joined the Maquis, I just was just in an ambulance. What? An ambulance. Well, yeah, I did. Uh, I was, you sure. know, I was a medic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm okay with, like, emergency treatment, but anything other than that. Absolutely. How long have you been working in the the field? About a year and a half. Ah! Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. We've had good supplies for most of that time, but, man, the past, like, six months, it's been pretty bad. Uh, we used to have a bunch of suppliers who would run us, you know, smuggle stuff in, but they've disappeared. I don't know what happened to them. Um, probably the Dominion uh, killed them. Uh, and we were less capable, you know, yeah. I mean, the Dominion really, really, really hurt us pretty bad. I see.
3: Well, the number one problem here is clearly malnutrition, which any treatment I teach you is temporary without properly.
0: <sighs> yeah. Um, the thing is, we just don't have enough farmers on planet. Almost everybody's a miner. And the Cardassian food, you can eat it, but it's not going to supply you with all the nutrition needed for, like, human beings. So, or, or other non-Cardassians, like I'm, I was in pretty bad shape for a while, but you know, I did figure out that there's, I can eat like Cardassian dog food and it supplements like the nutrients I'm not getting from the regular stuff they have here, but almost everybody else is missing something. So
3: everybody here has been spending years on an insufficient
0: diet. Uh, no months, months on an insufficient diet. Okay. Like I said, when we had the, we had the, the, our traders coming in, our smugglers, we could get food in and it wouldn't be a problem. But, right. Okay. And the last batch of uh, food we got in is mostly bad. Um, and he shows it to you and it's clear like whoever sold them these rations ripped them off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they were expired.
3: Yeah. Sure. It's a rule of acquisition somewhere.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably.
3: Okay. Well, let's do what we can then get you started. Right. Um, so I probably only have like the small med kit for the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. Okay. So I'll talk him through that. I'll teach him how to use the Federation medical tricorder. Right. How to work a hypo spray. How to dose it out properly. Right. Right. Anything else. Field adjust those dosage. Yeah. Dosage. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you can't give a proper dose, but we could. take it. it yeah. Yeah. Stretch it out. At least keep people alive. But
0: Hand out a bunch of bad. vitamins. I think even if we supply that food stuff unless we give them a replicate yeah it's going to be an issue and you, to be honest you guys don't even really have indicators. no we don't we don't have anything <laughs> uh anyway you spend a lot of time down there and you run into a lot of these maquis guys and mm-hmm. yeah they're all they're all in pretty much the same shape so you get a, you get a pretty good idea as to what they've been dealing with recently and it's it's about as what the medic pointed out to you you know it's been bad for the last six months no shipments in uh and to be honest he he doesn't think it's a good idea to like restart operations immediately unless they can secure like solid supply of food at least
3: yeah i'm not interested in helping him restart right. operations
0: yeah well he <laughs> he's not super aware so he's just kind of like blathering <laughs> on
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I'll just stop. do you ever think maybe you made the wrong decision i try not to think about that <laughs> <laughs> have you thought that maybe that's a bad decision maybe you should think about it you care for these people, right?
0: Yeah. This is not uh,
3: a sustainable situation.
0: All right. Okay. You made your point, man. I'm going to go have an existential crisis now. Uh, thanks. Nope.
3: Come <laughs> back Just to walk
0: away. No, come back here. <laughs> I'll follow him. <laughs> all right. You follow him. Wow. You
3: need to get your people off this planet. The only way to do that is to surrender to us, then we'll take you back to the Federation.
0: Yeah, but then we're going to be in jail you still have food. Uh oh, oh. Puts his head down. He's like, oh man. I mean, look at
3: look around you. Like this is clearly a failure.
0: Uh give me an empathy or no, uh provoke, I would say. <laughs> this is definitely provoke. Is it? All right. Well, I'm gonna say it's provoke.
1: Okay. I would, use... I would say you're you're being pretty forceful in making him confront
0: that. Yeah, I mean you like you chased that's, him down. That's fair. That's fair. Oh I'm mad, he's like letting people, right know. yeah it's <laughs> <He's laughs> like no i don't want to think about this
3: <laughs> all right so i'm gonna pop a fate point on the oath is about more than medicine nice uh mm-hmm. oh no what happened i got a zero um
1: <laughs> another one Reroll. you can
3: go yeah i was gonna reroll it uh <laughs> I gonna, yeah i don't know i can do either best way of this through a rough and tumble just either one
0: uh go with rough and tumble
3: sure all right i'm, I'm not very good at broking up. i'm not very intimidating
0: because i'm like Five five and (laughs) right, (laughs) like a tiny doctor. So, the best he does is he says, Look, I I appreciate your help, but you got to give me some time to think about it. You want me to think about it? I'll think about it, but back off, lady.
3: Okay, but you're
0: oh, okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I got it. Yes, we're all monsters. We're doing this to ourselves.
3: I I don't think you're monsters unless you choose not to help your people, which is what you're doing. I know you think you were doing the right thing didn't we can help you just let us help you if you your people are going to be dead in a week if you do nothing i'll bring it up to the boss fine
0: all right so uh i should have gone (laughs) you're pretty much done it's okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you if you would just been a little gentler about hey man i understand where you're at no fuck them
3: anyway turn your (laughs) chair around
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna go back to angrily helping people in med lab all right. So, uh, so what happens is the captain authorizes transport of a bunch of replicated food and, uh, basic replicated medical supplies down to the planet for them, uh, and advises them that this is the most that they're willing to do. Um, unless you have some other request, I mean, we can't provide you with any other equipment than this. And let's see how your half convinced friend, friend puts it to the, uh, leader of this particular cell. Okay. Um Federation Scum. He doesn't say Federation Scum. <laughs> <laughs> he just radios back that he understands the position that we are in and that uh he is he appreciates the assistance that we could offer and uh, good luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> so yeah. Not positive, but not negative. I guess that's what we can expect. So
3: I mean I'm gonna stay on the planet and plan
0: Okay. As long as the, I'm not ordered back to the ship. Well, I mean, she is preparing to move out soon. Oh, okay. Well, at least I will write them up like a ration plan. Yeah, ration plan.
3: It's the most I can, it's all I can do if they won't listen.
0: All right. So, uh, yeah. So, they take the meal plan. Uh, if you want to give me a medicine roll, you can come up with some Cardassian, unusual Cardassian edible material that they might be able to supplement diets with.
3: Sure. Do medicine or uh, medicine.
0: Deck. All right. Ooh, well, go. they all got to start drinking a lot of canard. <laughs> Keep them warm. Yeah. They're going to be Surprisingly dry. calorically dense. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got a lot going for it. It's got a lot of like, you know, potassium and zinc in it. And, you know, good supplementary material. It mm-hmm. won't do it all by itself, but it'll, it'll stave it off for a little longer.
2: That's not your concern. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Dack. <laughs> 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 well, no, happens to all the things you're getting
0: anyway? At. And then the captain warps out of there. It's like I'm just going to pass this up the chain. If Starfleet <laughs> Command wants to do so, yeah, let's uh, let's move along. Okay, uh, you successfully escape um, what was originally understood as Cardassian uh, space into Federation space.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but it's clear that radio chatter and debris. Uh, that there has been a large battle here, and it looks like uh, the Allies lost. Um, And you receive a new message from 7th Fleet requesting that you fall back to uh, Sherman's Nebula. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I did a bad job on that one. Sherman's Nebula. (laughs) To uh, regroup with the fleet. Um, And they indicated that you should pick up any stragglers if you see any the Commodore indicates that there probably are a bunch of uh, Federation or, and Starfleet and Klingon officers uh, just kind of like floating around in space in escape pods. So if you can find any of those, it would be great.
4: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, so you travel to the location of the battle and uh, you run some sensors. You don't really see any. Uh, you do see proof of a bunch of destroyed escape pods, mm-hmm. which is not great. Mm-hmm. You also notice uh something odd like you get just a tiny bit of combat chatter like just a second of it the ship receives it uh but there's nothing around so <laughs> the captain's like i'm inclined to think that this one is definitely a trap right this one's the trap if the la- the last one wasn't the trap this one's the trap
3: well they're independence uh trials captain they could both not be traps Scamblers uh, fallacy.
0: All right. I'll take your word for it.
1: The doctor's not wrong. And (laughs) while, yes, it's a trap, we can't, in good faith, not make sure that there's people to be rescued. All
3: right. See? I'm rubbing off on Chief already.
0: (laughs) He's been saddled with more responsibility. Also, he's already got one black mark He's going to make up for it. (laughs) I'm trying
1: to to be the better person here, man. Like, work with me. (laughs) I appreciate it.
0: But on the other hand, hmm, Let's take a look at these. Uh, take a look at these aspects. All right, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, wh-
1: you trying to find rough. one on me to like maybe not do this or something? Or- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like I, I got a lot going for me to do this one on aspects. I'm yeah, it's, I,
0: I reviewed them and I was like, oh no, that's not going to work. Uh, <laughs> I, I got caught up in the mainstream meme, meme stream again. So yeah. So the captain says, all right, well. Um, shields up, weapons hot. Let's go to red alert and uh, we'll move slowly in to investigate. So, ship goes to red alert. Uh, it's the first time you've ever been at, at actual red alert. <laughs> uh, true, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, just, you've only been in red alert for tests up to this point. Um, and this was at least a combat zone. So, you move in, um, and you can't quite identify where the, the bursts of chatter are coming from, they're coming like every Two minutes and thirty-seven seconds, and they're, they're, coming,
1: they're coming. every two minutes and thirty-seven seconds, or
0: yeah. like two minutes and then thirty-seven seconds. Every two minutes and thirty-seven seconds, as so that is it, the total number.
2: So it's it's on a it's on a, a traceable cycle,
0: right? Yeah, and uh, just for more clarity, it's one every one hundred and fifty-seven seconds. Hmm. Um, somebody wants to give me a sensors roll. You could uh, maybe figure out where it's coming okay. from.
2: So just the roll off of the uh, the ship itself? Yeah. Okay.
0: No, it should
1: be one of us making a roll, and the ship can assist.
2: Oh, is yeah. it? Oh, okay. That should work. Yep. So that'd be plus two. So uh, I guess sciences and uh, science plus two on that? Yeah. Okay. One second. I, can, I can roll for the Somebody ship. Somebody roll here. for the ship. Okay. All right. Yep. six total.
0: Nice. All right. So um, at first, you couldn't quite figure it out. But then you realize you're running your sc- sensors. And, like, everything seems normal. And then you realize, hey, wait, um, there's a section of space here that, based on the star projection beyond it, is about, like, 100,000 kilometers too close together in every section. Mm. Uh, so in there's there's a sphere in space that is much closer together than it ought to be. Do uh, you want to give yeah. me, like, warp? And uh, physics so or something. On, like, the yep, the I can main
1: screen this. and circle it in red and be like, "That's the trap,
2: Captain." Okay. <laughs> she nods uh, sagely. So, <laughs> so, uh, warp, uh, warp fields uh, roll. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's Ooh, a trap. Damn. All right. Well, it turned you.
0: You did. Um. You did like your senior thesis on this idea, actually. <laughs> uh. So theoretically, a ship could use its warp engines to permanently warp space to create like a fold in space where it could hide. Um, if it was done, to, you, you, if you're going to do it though, you need it to like have some op- for it to open a little bit so the ship can escape eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you had to guess, you'd say that's what this is. Um, so,
3: so that requires like a very finely tuned warp bubble.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Shoot a warp a bubble it, probe into and it. And if
0: you screw it ball. up, it's going to have a lot of. Really dangerous side effects.
2: <laughs> so it's when you say dangerous side effects, this is—it's just the literal shattering of—it's uh, like of space time, like what happened at least in, in that particular that particular issue with the Enterprise a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have a real problem with space time being warped permanently, possibly more on the time end of that.
2: Okay, okay. So at least by my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the question is, how do we disengage this? That's a
0: great question. The captain says, I would prefer not to take the ship in there unless necessary. I mean, and um,
4: Aaron, I'll go. give you
0: a fate point if you say, gotta, if, uh, for, gotta see what's behind that nebula, it <laughs> that it in fact would be necessary to do from the inside.
2: It absolutely would be a necessary <laughs> to do that. And we can re- like, given the fact of the ship that I will not sacrifice a ship, we can retrofit a shuttle pod for that matter. Interesting.
0: Go in by yourself, eh?
2: Well, it's obviously a two-seater, so we can put somebody else in engineering uh, hmm. to be able to look at that, or somebody else who might be a more capable pilot than myself. I think you are actually the best pilot. Am the... I? Yeah, so I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let me take a look at my skills. That uh, get one of these other Steve's. Piloting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I do have a two I'm not piloting. of
3: the PCs, but yeah, we could round up a pilot.
1: I'm. I'm look, I'm just throwing this out here, the Steve team totally wears red shirts, but like, whoa. Let's not just frivolously throw those guys away. <laughs> Let's just not
0: throw these Steve's into a <laughs> trap. That seems cruel.
2: Uh, but no, right. there's... Uh, uh, given the possibility that if they were on a lower profile vehicle, something else that wouldn't be caught within the warp bubbles effect, effect as easily, we might be able to slip through as it would be... That's uh, like cosmic debris. Fair. All right. Um, uh,
1: well, I don't want to step on the lieutenant's toes. Um, If it's possible to move a ship through the bubble that they've created at the regular interval, it would also totally be feasible to send some of our quantum torpedoes through at that same regular interval.
2: Yes, it would it might be a possibility although at the same time we wouldn't know it's like the the effect of the field may skew that firing range we wouldn't know what would it might not be able to hit immediately and as we if you've pointed out before we only have a limited number of munitions especially if the gem should show up or a cardassian uh a cardassian patrol
1: again you're not wrong i just it's <laughs> going in there it's not a good idea there can not be, I, I, I don't see any way that we can say going in there is going to be a good idea. Unless you really want to go pick that fight. If you want to go pick the fight, like, I'm up for that. Well, in <laughs> turn,
2: this is a, that's like, this is, if this is a trap uh, for others, then it's like, this would be a benefit to the fleet to make sure that this is disengaged or that we can learn as much as we can from it. So the, if this is a plot by the Dominion, they can't continue to use it against us. <clears throat>
1: I mean, I I agree that like if we can foil it, I'm all for that too. But if that's going to screw up space time to the extent that you kind of alluded to, I'm not sure I want to do that. (laughs) Turn it. We're turning a new leaf here. Like,
0: remember the motto on the plaque: (laughs) No war crimes.
2: (laughs) No war, as far as we know. Uh, Again, and this is not saying war crimes, but. This is at least my opinion of the matter, too, of the matter at the moment. But I, I I will again defer to the judgment of the captain.
0: I would really prefer not to take the ship in there or send any crew people in there. But if there is a an allied vessel in there, it's our duty to rescue them. And I don't well, think just firing quantum torpedoes in there is going to solve all our problems. Well, the I, was I,
3: just I was, type was 10 was shuttlecraft can well,
0: carry four people. so That's okay. fair. Uh, I would be willing to send a shuttlecraft in. Okay,
1: so here's my... Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Here's my suggestion for satisfying all parties. I'll go with the lieutenant in a shuttlecraft and we'll take some extra targeting sensors and we'll basically relay firing solutions from the shuttlecraft that we can fire in through from the Tigris and that way there's the whole ship being wrecked and we can combat effective
0: uh if you volunteer i will accept that you volunteer for this mission i won't order it
1: i am the best possible option to get accurate firing solutions on enemy targets the fastest and the most efficient
0: all right uh we'll need two other crew members uh lieutenant platt you may choose then
2: so understand uh for this one i believe that we would need uh ensign stevenson for that's like from my crew to be able to uh manage that's like manage the sensor suite uh and if the chief wants to uh that's like i, I would that's like so i have prefer to have somebody from medical staff on um, on board if the ship needs to if they're doctors or maybe on un, unavailable to take care of anything get on the warp board Burke.
3: all right <laughs>
2: <laughs> that didn't take much convincing. So uh, actually if you don't want to, I can also uh I, I was going to suggest just another security uh detail, but
3: there's a nurse. Yeah, there's a the nurse. If you want medical people, but not a uh, not bridge crew. I mean
1: I mean technically speaking, we should send the not bridge crew more than the bridge crew people, but yeah, but this is a show. This yeah, it's also this is Star
2: Trek. Yeah. Send everybody of mild and uh, of most importance up. Come on. <laughs> um,
3: but yeah, I would agree it doesn't make sense to send a medical person, because 'cause you're not I don't know.
2: True. So uh, yeah, I figured probably, yeah, yeah. More than likely, yeah, we'll probably just need somebody else with a security detail with uh possibly as a backup pilot as well.
1: Yeah. If we had if we had the ability to like transport aboard a bunch of injured people or something like that and actually have room for I, them, I could see a doctor, but
3: No, you don't, yeah. A cramped four-seater. I mean, you don't even have to bring four people. Like, you can bring up, but if that's you want yeah. pilot, engineering, and security, that's fine. In, in,
1: in all honesty, I would be more comfortable if it was just and I that did this. Less people at risk. Because we have no idea what we're doing going through this uh, warp bubble thing. Sure. My pay grade and uh, skill set to know exactly what that thing is. But I get the idea that it's like a stationary cloaking thing. So, but we, yeah, ah. Uh, um I mean there's not gonna be a the best of ideas, so two people is better than four to lose to an accident.
2: Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, well, so, yeah, then we could add, yeah, then we could do two or just three at the end. So I'll that's like that would be that'll work for me. Let's
0: do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's fly in there.
1: A decision time. Yes.
0: <laughs> Bad decision time indeed. All right, who is gonna pilot? Um uh, ah. not the metagame, but I see you added a, a pilot ensign. Uh, she's the pilot of the ship, but yeah. You can oh, her. Never mind then.
2: <laughs> All right. So, uh, I guess I'll do, I'll, I'll be on initial piloting uh, as we're going through. So it's
1: going gonna, it's gonna to have to be, because yeah, I do have the skill on my skill sheet, but it's, uh, that's it, not, it, what, it's not what the chief does. <laughs>
2: I I only have it at fair, so we're, we're kind of taking our lives into perspective here, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh, but I will actually, I will actually go, I, I'm going to invoke God to see behind that in Nebula again, just because I've, I really wanted this and spending that back to, to get a plus two on that roll. Because I don't want to die. All right. Uh, so go ahead and roll my, uh.
1: Technically, the campaign won't be done. Like, I know we got started on time today, and so therefore, like, TPK is very likely. Yeah, I was so we saved it because burke's not coming with us so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's true so. it just becomes my show it's
0: <laughs> yeah it becomes uh dr morrow medicine woman yeah. yeah there you go
2: well at least it at least it'll be actually a difference in a star trek series where they're not abjectly killing off the doctor General. yeah well it's about time yeah <laughs> and then bring no the doctor, doctor you stay here and, and then bring back to fungus mm-hmm. networks.
0: So alive!
3: I'm not banging ghosts. I'm like ahead of the curve.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so far
3: a, you've got a fully developed character. Well, I'll get it. I appreciate it, but you know,
0: <laughs> so far. But you do have <laughs> you've Rick got a, from a You've got team. a partially developed character. You've got there a character
2: you know. that's developed at all.
3: I'm way ahead of Alex Kurtzman.
2: That yeah. is true, yeah. But that yeah, Rick Berman's in the background, just breaking, and staring at you with intent.
3: <laughs> He's like reanimator. He's just breaking.
2: <laughs> <back>. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm making my piloting role.
0: He's wondering why they haven't put you in tighter clothes yet. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> why isn't there a scene where she's like doing yoga in a hall of mirrors? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so with the, uh,
2: with the added, uh, that's like with the added aspect for uh, going to see behind the that nebula. That's a four. Cool. Great job.
0: Good work, Aaron. All right. So as soon as it opens for like the three seconds to allow it to transmit, uh, the chatter, you scoot the shuttle through and you arrive. Uh, boy, it looks weird in here. Uh, uh, it's very strange. Uh, the whole, the whole bubble is like streaked with light because all the light from the stars is bent by it. Uh, so that makes it very confusing to maneuver in. And directly in front of you, uh, two ships are colliding with each other and exploding, and then they unexplode, zoom away from each other, and then ram each other again. That happens every two minutes and 37 seconds. Oh, it's...
2: And we just so, rededicated the Bozeman.
0: Yeah, Captain Grammar. <laughs> uh, so, actually, it, that indicates to you that they didn't actually set up an escape device for how to get out. It looks like they accidentally open it up every two minutes and 37 seconds because of the explosion.
2: Oh, grief.
0: And it's a pre-transmitted, like they were transmitting the message, and the explosion (sighs) lets it out, and then they transmit it again.
1: And, you know, it sure would have been nice if we'd have had a probe to send in here first. Well, you,
0: you don't have any probes left. I'll tell you about that.
1: I feel like that was uh be some intention on the DMs.
0: I had nothing to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. That is impossible, sir.
1: (laughs) So Thrashid's just gonna look at the lieutenant and be like, Oh, this is all your mess. Get us out of here. Please tell me you can get us out
2: of here. Well, at this, that's uh, like we, that's uh, like more likely we can. But if we're going to be able to break this cycle in particular, this is still a, a massive hazard. So we need to collect data. So if you can, please man the sensor so we can at least pull some infor- <laughs> at least initial information.
0: It, it, d- Was that the sound of you immediately giving this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you
2: broke up. That's
0: what it sounded like. i oh, yeah, this. Is it too over. bad. This is too bad to fix. We should just mark this off as a warning. <laughs> Don't <laughs> go in here. <laughs> All right. Do you like icodians? Because
2: look- you get that's how you get icodians. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Uh, um, so, are we able to take more uh, a, a little more, some more uh, detailed sensor readings now that we're inside of it?
0: Uh yeah. So, give me that sensor roll. Okay. And we'll see how it looks.
2: Okay. Uh, just as, would it be a scientist bolstered by the uh, the sensor package of the shuttlecraft?
0: Yeah, you'll have to roll for the shuttles. The shuttle has everything. At
2: okay. Uh, so it okay. So are we just, just counting that basically it basically the ship?
0: Yeah, somebody will roll for the ship to assist, and, okay. it, and it has all of its skills. are at once, you just roll okay. plus one.
1: Right. My sciences happen to be at plus one, so I'll roll that for. Okay, there you go. That wasn't terrible.
0: Okay. Nope. So a four total. Right. Uh, I mean, you could fix it. It's probably going to take the. Warp engines of both the ship that created it, which is a, uh, I'm going to say, Steamrunner class uh, ship, and the Hadar ship of no known class, the Hadar tick-looking ship. You'd have to use both warp engines simultaneously to undo it. Uh, otherwise, it'll be okay for you guys to get to reverse your course and wait for the explosion, and then you'll know you can go through. Okay, um, so and you have to do it, and you have two minutes and thirty-seven seconds. to Convince the people involved to do it. Uh, okay, which so. seems difficult. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, like, can, I'm assuming, like, basically, you're you're
1: expositioning this to me. So, yes, can we get the oh uh, god? Can we get the tigress to to substitute in for the Jim Hadar ship? Maybe
2: uh that would i'm not if they could get within there in the uh, in, in the opening but i i'm not sure if that would actually let's see well, could i do a warp field uh rolled ability to see if that would actually be plausible
1: i, if we I could, don't i don't want the the diggers to come into the bubble if at all possible because if we're all in here and we don't succeed at this we're stuck
2: that is <laughs> true uh so, so. Um. Actually, because you said this is just max. It already, it's already max. Basically, it's adjusting the warp fields it sends from this, the the steamrunner class and the Jem'Hadar yeah, like and the Jem'Hadar vessel to make sure that they're that they're a concurrent, so that they're the same so it can dissipate the field. Correct.
0: That's what you would need to do.
2: Yes. Okay. Um. That's like. Um. Again, I'm making the assumption that the Jem'Hadar will not want to uh, negotiate with us at all. And right. Make sure. So. Um are it's like would it be able at like would we be able to possibly establish a connection to the Jem ship or in some way where since they, it seems like they are distracted and might not notice an intrusion and also possibly predicated on the fact that if we have any information on their ships which i don't know if it, by this point in time we do
0: you have a, <clears throat> pardon me you have a little bit
2: okay uh, the
0: there has been at least one ship that was examined okay. uh, i will say it's going to be difficult to access anything on the gem hadar ship they care very much about security
2: they do uh, so but that nobody might be... has
0: has done it successfully thus okay. far
2: well a challenge is always there so all right uh do we was it just thrashing myself thrashing myself or are we do it do we have the engineering you saw... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Thanks>. um... <laughs> so you could theoretically
2: i didn't say i want you to beam aboard the ship <laughs> Way to hack! Literally there is there the
0: is another there is another way to do about go about it, but this is also dangerous. So your shuttlecraft has a little warp core. There um, it is. I'm, yes,
3: <laughs> gotta do it with
0: the ship. Gotta You could like find the stress point for this like warp fold and like sacrifice the shuttle's warp core itself, and this that should part- blow.
1: Where we talked about it having, like, uh, untold repercussions, leaning heavily more into the time aspect of the space-time continuum and being a bad
0: thing, though, right? If it goes wrong, it's going to make it worse and also possibly kill you guys. Um, Possibly. There's, There's strong air quotes around that word, sir. Well, you'd have to escape. I mean, the explosion won't be traveling faster than light, and you should be able to escape on maximum impulse.
2: Yeah, if so we're uh, yeah so that would be sacrificed at this uh, from there. So actually, yeah, calculations that probably would be the best, and essentially just pull a Scotty in this thing with holding it again, holding the iconian <laughs> Dyson spheres opening open. open. Um, yeah, sort
0: of. Yeah, and
2: so uh, I'm I'm in favor of this, and it, it's 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 a shuttlecraft, so we can we that's uh, like we should be able to resupply that that warp core in no time.
0: Well, you do know that if you blow the warp core up. You're going to have a lot harder time getting out of the bubble if it doesn't work because you won't be start able to go as fast. Point. start at the edge of the bubble <laughs> that might not be the stress point yeah so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming
2: the stress point is probably the crux between the two ships is my my guess
0: uh since there is no 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 way to know how warp field mechanics actually work, sure, you're the expert <laughs> <laughs> It's not really
3: a bubble it's yeah, it's like a solid
2: yeah. Uh, darn! I'm have to find the song now. <laughs> anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, at least yeah for the bubble at least point that could do that. Although on the edge, I could assume right now we could pop it at any given point, but that could have the temporal and uh, the the space and temporal repercussions that we have no idea about. So I'm gonna at least make the assumption. Uh, well, would you want me to do a warp fields the uh roll to make sure that I can actually I'm finding the correct point before we actually uh, we go through this?
0: Yeah, you probably should. Don't. <laughs> Don't just guess.
2: Okay, that's. I was uh, like, <laughs> I will be willing to make roles, Otherwise, I'm going to techno babble bullshit my way through this. I as mean, any the role engineer does in a Star Trek series.
0: Yeah, the roles are just—is the techno babble right or not?
2: Exactly. All right. Oh, uh, all right. Four. Yep. So I feel all I'm right. feeling pretty confident that I know where it. It's right yeah. between the ships.
0: Yeah. All right. You just got to make the explosion bigger. That's all. All right. So, hey, that also means you could sell if you set off the self destruct mechanism for the steam runner. That would definitely do it. Or the self destruct mechanism for the gem ship. That you are almost certain they have. You just need the like the big one, the one that like you know mixes the matter and antimatter directly.
2: Well, that would also. I'm assuming that probably would re require or targeting that. That's like beforehand, unless Thravish wants to make a shot.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you can get a dead shot on. One of those ships' warp core, warp cores. I don't know why I pluralized the first word. <laughs> uh, that can, would do it too. Warp cores? I mean, there's no way to actually
1: shoot directly at the warp core. I mean, they're inside the ship. Like, that's not a, it's not a thing that you can just do. No, it's, I mean, it, you it can it, hit it the would be,
2: Yeah, hit the nacelle or hit, well. yeah, yeah, or target. Well, at least targeting the energy, energy signature right now. The closest in there, so it, it would whatever their engineering department uh is.
1: Okay, so this gives me a, a terrible thought. Um, we're, <laughs> we're, stuck in, we're stuck in this bubble. You guys can get out whenever. We're not subject to the 157 second reset. That's correct. You are not.
0: You're right, at the moment. You're right on the outside. Okay,
1: so like, like if we got right close in the opening, them, we would become subject to the reset.
0: It's possible. That's a question of temporal mechanics, uh, which is going to be a science role. Minus two because um, it's hard. <laughs> Except for so mechanics I, are hard.
1: I, I stop thinking to myself and I look at the lieutenant. And I'm like, So if we go closer, are we going to be subject to the reset thing? I'm not a sciencey person, so uh, that's my official term for the the, uh, the the reverse of the explosion and everything getting reset. So
2: there, yeah, I would. That's like that would be on opposite. way, but I will say that just I think that fails where right how confident you are in your ability to fire on there versus me to make a warp drives check to disengage this and get the hell and then get us the hell out
1: i mean if we've got all the time in the world to like get close enough and do some good examination of the jimadar ship like i mean it's possible but we'd have to probably get close enough to do that can we get close enough to do that is the question
2: so and that's mike yeah i don't feel confident about my flying skills to be able to do at least a couple passes on the time loop before it gets out and also at, that brings up another question i don't know how badly we're affected by the loop now
0: right now so. you're not affected by it at all
2: okay so e- even on the edge where we're at
0: yeah otherwise you'd have had this conversation like 70 times okay
2: okay it's hoping we'll to we'll be having it <laughs> at, the at the time right now, and somebody you don't know that awesome.
1: you
0: have. <laughs> we we may be on our seventy-first right now. Sure. <laughs> I am going to tell you for a fact: you are not affected by the time loop okay. yet. <laughs> uh There will be a certain point at which, you, when you enter the bubble, the time loop may start to affect you.
2: Okay, so yeah, my, I don't feel confident at least the passes of what we would be able to go through. So, in all honesty, I would rather just fly, disengage that, and then have the. That's like, and then have the uh, I have the uh, tigress come in and just lay into the Jim Hadar ship as fast as they can, because we can give them location information by this point.
1: Okay, so legitimately, all we need to do to fix this problem is we make the Jim Hadar ship go exploding, exploding more so than it already does. So we're we're going to make the explosion bigger to solve the problem. That's that's the general consensus that you've got, right?
2: Well, uh, it, by ejecting the warp core between them to basically knock them out of the uh, knock them out of the uh, the loop, disengage the bubble, and then uh, and then have the tigers attack.
1: Can we can we select at like what point they come out of the bubble?
2: Uh, I can make a warp field check again to see if that's possible for me to do. Sure. Okay.
0: We'll uh, do a real Geordie episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did we have? Did we have our my engineering? Uh, officer with us as well yeah um, you'll have the sheave yes okay. an
0: engineer okay and an extra security dude
2: okay uh yeah i'm gonna spend one more point to go ahead and uh, get uh to do the aspects three dozen heads are better than one so i can get a plus two in this role
0: all right yeah you're you're testing theories from everybody
2: yes all right go ahead and do the warp core roll. uh so with the plus two that'll be five
0: yes possible
2: Okay, so
1: it's possible that we can we can select the, the time frame in which the two ships like are in their approach to each other and or explosion process. So here's my question for you, Lieutenant. If we can pinpoint theoretically pinpoint a point in time that they will come out of this loop, can we do something besides just because essentially, like, the idea that we're operating off of is that we're going to put, like, the warp core in the middle of the two of them, make the warp core go boom, and that will, like, <laughs> yeah, hot theorizing action, you better believe it, will <laughs> uh, make the big the big time loop bubble thing collapse.
2: So, yes, that is the, okay. that is the plan.
1: Okay, can we spice this up a little bit and try to do something where we can finagle in... Like say some quantum torpedoes that might be right where they need to be at the point of reference to where the Jim Hadar ship is, so that we can like blow it the hell up whenever the bubble collapses, so that we don't have to like have a long drawn out fight with the Jim Hadar ship.
2: I, if you feel like you st- strategically you could place those at a, at a point where we can do that, I would leave that to you. So
0: the shuttle does <laughs> not have any quantum torpedoes. You'd have to go back to the ship and get them.
1: Yeah, but like it, essentially, like if we know that that's how we can fix the problem, I, as far as I understand it, we could hop out, pick up some ordnance, pop back in our thing. You can science the crap out of it. And then when it all kicks off, the Jim Hadar ship goes explodey, explodey still. And the, the steamboat goes not explodey, explodey. And we have saved the day and rescued our friends.
0: Based on everything that, uh, Platt has put together. Yes, that should be possible. <clears throat> it's just going to be difficult to put them in position, especially since the shuttle doesn't have any way to like specifically deliver torpedoes.
1: I mean, it doesn't have any way to specifically deliver a warp core. I don't think either.
0: So, well, yeah, that would also be you know at least there's like a mechanism. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, there's there's the like oh shit button to make it pop out and start flying away from the right. Uh, you'd have to figure out how you're gonna get the quantum torpe- torpedoes out of the shuttlecraft and into the location you want to get them at. What? What was that?
1: <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
3: Nothing. Mm. I
1: just want to use torpedoes, man. Come on. I yeah, you do. Yet. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm mean, gonna feed my idea to because the LT's in charge here. So. Not, not Not the NCO down here in the back. Like if we can do that, like we know where they're gonna be at because they keep repeating the same loop and it doesn't change. Like they're not moving to our frame of reference to it at least. Yeah.
2: Um, well, and that's um, and that's why I was suggesting earlier, just being a, that's like re- recording that burst, giving a data burst uh, back over to the tigress, so it could be in a position when they come out of the loop. We're that's like we're hauling back to the ship and they're just blazing past us if I laying into the gem hadar since they're not expecting another ship to be out here.
1: The only problem that I have with that is that we're making the assumption that everything goes perfectly well with collapsing the bubble, and that's not a guarantee. And if that is that absolutely true. If that doesn't go right, then we're losing we're losing the tigers too, and I'm not a fan of that idea. So but I'm trying to I'm trying to put it all on us essentially to minimize uh <laughs> How bad it goes for everybody if it goes bad.
2: So, like, if we could do it. The only other thing I think of is doing it, watching the loop again, doing a flyby, but I'm not also confident that we would be able to do as much of that without being caught into the loop itself. Or if we're just that quick, which is also ba- predicating on very, very specific roles. <laughs> so, no, I'm,
1: I am perfectly content with us just sitting here where we're at and not going any closer. Because I don't want to get stuck in in the 157 second uh, time loop thing. Like that's not a not my idea of a good day. So, um, guess the only other thing I have to a question I have, Joe, is um, I'm assuming like we don't have a lot of good detailed like scans of Jim Hadar ships. Can we take like a five minute like set here and just like record everything possible so we can get off the sensor data? Um,
0: Absolutely. Okay.
1: So if we can do that, then I want to do get as absolute as much data possible uh, on the ship, and you know, like as it explodes and stuff like that. So there's, like, we can see some bits of the guts and insides. We hop out the bubble, we get some uh, get some weaponry in here, and we try to figure out a way to get it into position, and then eject the warp core and see if we can save the day.
0: Uh, All right, so.
1: I, I, I give that to the lieutenant because the lieutenant's technically in
0: charge. <laughs> and not a war crime.
1: And not a war crime. Look at me go. All
0: right. You can uh, no role required for the scanning because you could scan it over and over and over
2: forever if you want to.
1: <laughs> and see if in, Even if we die, then we've done something very useful and productive.
2: True. But at that <laughs> point, I'm, I'm try, we're trying not to die at least.
0: <laughs> at that point, I'm not Lieutenant not Platt doesn't not. care whether he's done anything.
2: <laughs> he's dead <laughs> that's no,
0: I, I mean that that might not be how he feels about it I'm not no no but <laughs> try to not try try to make those determinations um all right <laughs> so uh here's what you get you do get some pretty detailed scans the gem hadar ship is not in great shape um you could see from its starting location that it uh it was probably captured in the bubble by mistake uh but neither is the steam runner. So as far as like destroying it, provided you get the weapons over here, it should not be too much of an issue. Okay.
2: So we would be able to place possibly a shot. Uh, it's like a shot going in. Yeah. And then uh, it's like, and then distinct and go through our warp, but uh, uh, it's like our warp, our warp core implosion explosion.
0: Right. Uh, so you do pick up a lot of valuable data. Okay. Um. And it looks like the two ships have chosen to ram each other. Uh <laughs> You don't know what's going on over at the steam uh, <laughs> So they had the bad idea. We have the good idea. So, yeah. Yeah. Can
1: you tell who started this thing? Like, did the steam runner, like, try to do something funky with their warp core? Or did the Jim Hadar try to do something funky with their warp
0: core? Uh, just as a guess, you would say it was the steamrunner. Like, it's the steam runner's warp readings that are flickering most wildly. Although that could be due to damage. Okay.
2: So, and also, I wanted to see if we could get information off that to figure out who the Steam Runner is beforehand, uh, afterwards, so they might be more willing to talk to us after, that's uh, like once the, it's like once the, uh, uh, like the uh, GemHeadar ship is either disabled or gone.
0: Yeah, the Steam Runner is the USS Albert Al- uh, bleh, Alberta.
2: Okay, so is that a registered, uh, it's like a sign, oh, actually, we can pull up information on that, if we're still connected to the database.
0: Uh, you'll have some basic information
2: on the shuttle, Okay.
0: You don't have uh, a great connection to the the, to ship's to the Tigris.
2: Statement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but make a knowledge roll to see if I, we rec- we can pull that up. Yeah. Up. Oh, yep. So what was the Alberta doing?
0: Well, it was attached to the Seventh Fleet. It's uh, com- uh, commanded by a Captain Han, H-A-N, human. Um, he's got a pretty positive record. Uh, came up through the engineering uh, track. and you know, then the steam runners are pretty new uh a little newer than the uh defiance, but that's because the defiance were a, a, a shelved class um they're not as combat capable as they could be, but they do okay uh any other specific information you want like you have like outputs on all their drive aspects and stuff so
2: okay all right so it's uh, so it's actually a registered one and not just a random
0: no oh. well i mean yeah it's it's a known ship
2: okay so all right, so that would okay. So definitely one of ours, and yeah, it's like in trouble here. So oh, all right then. Um, all right. So I would. That's uh Let's see. Uh, then I would say maybe part of a three-part plan. And Thresh, you can uh, I'll, I'll put in your opinion on this. Or stop me if you don't want to. So what I'm thinking is flying in and during that time before they go, uh, it's like they so more of a last-minute fly-in. Send a transmission to them to get them to back off. Uh, make our fire on the Jem Hadar ship to disable it or uh, disable destroy eject the warp core and then just run like hell. The
1: uh, only problem that I have with that idea is that if we put ourselves in the middle of that and wave off the steam runner what's going to stop the Jem Hadar ship from on us up and or just continuing to go ahead and ram the steam runner.
2: So hopefully at that if we can time this correctly Um, it's either that's like they that they're taken out by the explosion from the warp core which disengages the bubble so maybe that that gives a one two shot that they uh, they're so concentrated that also they're concentrating so hard on the steam runner that they may not see us
1: i mean it's yeah it's possible i was thinking that we could just like if we stopped the bubble loop at like the maximum distance between the two ships that gives us you know two full minutes to stop the, the collision from happening. And then like the steam runner will be able to react to the fact that there's a defiant class
2: sitting, you know, right over there. Well, would they actually even be able to see, uh, like see that it, it that through the bubble though?
1: No, they're stuck. They're stuck in the bubble. What I'm saying though, is if we collapse the bubble at the point where they're the farthest apart from each other, you
2: know what I'm saying
1: where the, the Jim Hadar ship and the, uh, the Alberta are as far apart from each other as possible. Okay got we've essentially got like the two minutes of time before the collision happens and we come out of the bubble so in that two minutes of time they'd have enough time to like recognize that there's a like a defiant ship kind of like shows up like you know it's a, it's a thing that people
2: notice okay so for the gem hadar side so but uh so <laughs> the ways i could think that it could possibly work into our advantage is either if the the message we have is clear from the from the alberta then they would have two we would have. Essentially, two fuller uh, like starships to be able to pull weapons on this without uh, them ramming to into each other. If that's an option, um, or if not, we can just go by or the opposite one that we can we can time it to the very last moment, and go through the uh, go for the uh, element of surprise and just burst them out.
1: I mean, I don't I don't think you're going to get anything accomplished trying to talk to them or wave them off while they're still t- stuck in the loop. Is the deal? Because I'm not sure if what, if anything, they're going to know or understand ever they collapse the bubble, right? Because the bubble's going to collapse, and I'm not sure where we're going to come out at and where they're going to come out at on that time, in that time frame, right? Okay. So,
2: okay. Then uh, we don't have to send the message on there too, but it could be just another one of uh, enough of a back off is that in along with a, a standard federation. That's like coding frequency. So, some, something that was quick.
1: Like, once the bubble collapses, like, we can scream out on, like, every frequency possible, like, holy shit, back off, you know, veer left, run away, stop it. Okay, okay, Uh, then
2: then that works for me, then, so. Okay. All right, so at least the plan right now is to go in, fire, set that off, and then just run, right?
1: we're getting the heck out of Dodge because we're in a shuttlecraft and there's some big ships shooting some big stuff.
2: Okay, no problem. That works with me, then. All All right. right,
1: So let's do the it. Plan, the plan, as the I plan. understand it, we're gonna pop out the bubble. We're gonna finagle some torpedoes. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pass off the information about the Jim Hadar ship, so that we've accomplished something. If we all die, yep. Uh, we're gonna pop back into the bubble. We're gonna try to lay the trap with the torpedoes and send in our warp core to pop the bubble. And when the bubble pops, uh. Pat and I are uh, hightailing our asses the hell out of the way and trying to send uh wave-off transmissions to the Alberta to make sure that they get the heck out of Dodge and don't continue to try to ram the Jim the Hadar ship. So, yep, that sounds fine to me. Yes, that is uh <laughs> excellent summation of... <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> getting, uh, getting a torpedo is no problem. You leave the... Uh, precisely, uh, you know... I suppose I should make this a piloting check. I'm gonna make this a piloting check, okay. uh, no special difficulty, but you just gotta gotta get out if you miss the transmission point, uh well, that'll have interesting consequences
2: <laughs> okay, I will try to do my best not to so I believe in you, Aaron you shouldn't have oh, uh, no. unless I want me to spend on a reroll, but I can't two is good you
1: know, enough two, yeah, two okay, is okay. Not okay. Not you can get like a zero or a negative, so you're doing you're doing all right,
0: yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you get out, you talk to the captain, and she says, okay, uh, you want to do what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen, um, here's, uh, here's three torpedoes, uh, and we'll just look for the big explosion uh, when um, – and that's what we'll target with our weapons when the bubble gets destroyed – uh, and we'll just unload everything we have in the Gem Hadar just, just in case.
1: The- Theoretically you should have a nice big Gem Hadar target like just
0: appear suddenly. So Right, but you know, it always hap- it always helps to have AIDS. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Alright, well um people good luck. We'll be waiting for it to pop.
2: Okay. So once more onto the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh what I need to make uh <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh. Don't, don't
0: cackle
1: like that, Joe. That's not great. All
2: mm. right. Uh do I need to make a piloting check to get back in or just when we're yes. actually making the maneuver? Okay.
0: Less less problems if you fail.
2: Okay. On the outside. Okay. I'll make another piloting check. No problem. Uh, <laughs> so you right right in. Exactly. I, I know the pathway in now. You can't you can't fool me. I will say
0: you do. You can get in and out without a problem. Okay. Poor Burke. (laughs) He's trapped on the outside. Listen to this babbling. Hey, he could have volunteered.
1: I I bit the bullet and and volunteered. I've regretted it ever since, but I did it.
2: (laughs) All right. Uh, So how are you going to deploy these torpedoes? All right. Uh, I'm assuming that's probably some sort of tactics role to be able to put them in a position where they can actually go.
0: Uh, you can tell just based on the damage that the uh, the damage that the Jem'Hadar ship has already received that you could put them basically anywhere to the Jem'Hadar ship and they'll blow it up probably or at least do significant
2: damage. They don't have shields or anything. So would that be like a combat th- roll from Thravish to basically make sure that they're in, in position?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, that would be to find the effective position. You'd have to transport them out of there or fly real close or oh, okay. like. Open the shuttle bay door and just push them out real hard.
2: Oh well. Trans- oh, if we're doing transporters, and that's all probably going to be the best option. So
0: my my
1: thought was that we could we would strategically place them with like you know, transport them into position and then program a a fire command essentially where they all like kick in their
2: thruster and okay uh, all right forward. that makes sense too okay uh, oh, I can do transporters either way any of all those right. ways. Okay, so I, I I would at least vote doing transporter since I'm at five on that. So uh, hopefully there's by
1: all means, sir. Yes. Yeah, would, yeah. Less
2: of a risk. There's always a risk, but less of a risk that something can go horribly wrong. Not today though. <laughs> so
1: we're we gonna we gonna fuck this Jim Hadar ship up.
2: Uh yeah, it seems like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Give me them that, rolls. Transport uh, them torps.
2: Yep. Well I've already transported them, so <laughs> great. Oh yeah, I see. I uh, yeah, that's six pretty on good. That, so they're they're in position. They're ready. They're to in go. position.
1: Okay, so this is the one. This is the one that actually matters now, Aaron. So way to go on rolling a six on your piloting and then a six on the transporters. Because now you've got to roll to make the explodey thing stop being explodey all the time.
2: Yep. So we're yeah popping the bubble <laughs> at this point. So that's that. That is a massive warp fields test. Yeah, uh, give it to me. All right, that uh, warp I field be, test. Would I be able to bullshit my way for engineering division? for the Tigris, since this is part of that at least on the shuttle
0: uh yeah no no bullshit required
2: spending this is that,
0: your job
2: spending that to get a plus two on uh on a warp field test as you should oh thank god i did so that's gonna be four <laughs> so
0: all right four oh four is close but just close enough <sighs> uh there's gonna be a negative two on your piloting check to get out of dodge oh, when that so warp core goes off
2: oh Jeez. Okay. (laughs) So I'm just going to be rolling base then.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right. So let's do it. Uh, You fire the warp core out and it explodes. Kaboom. In that cool Praxis explosion. Both ships get diverted off of their original courses by the ripple in space-time that it creates. Uh, So give me that piloting check to escape it or ride it to freedom. All right. Or be
2: rippled. So... Shuttle to assist, yes. <laughs> Thravish, please roll to make sure that I'm not crashing completely.
1: Uh, Yeah, so... Plus one off the shuttlecraft, says two! Yay!
2: All right, five. Five total. Yay! So, one,
0: two, three, All right,
2: so you,
0: we got oh, uh,
2: oh, no, it's three total. Shit. Okay, three no, total. That's...
0: that's still good enough. Okay. Just needed a, a positive number. Okay. Uh... <laughs> After that minus two. So <clears throat> the ripple goes towards you. You ride it gracefully out, uh, but still manage not to get crushed by it up against the warp bubble where it displaces it. Um and space unfolds, and then those quantum torpedoes go off, smashing several huge holes into the Jem'Hadar ship, and then the Tigris unloads on it. It fires like Five more torpedoes. It hits it with the pulse phasers. (laughs) Uh, The steam runner veers off of position, veers out of the ramming, uh, out of its ram, and just like grazes the Jem'Hadar ship as it's getting blown up. It gets thrown off course. There's a lot of collateral damage there, unfortunately. But uh, both ships don't get destroyed. And then, uh, you know, you both, you and the tigress, get hailed by the steamrunner so. with uh, to the effect of "What the hell?"
2: <laughs> so yeah, I'm actually yeah spotting at this point. So uh, shuttlecraft, uh, it's like shuttlecraft albatross to
3: uh,
2: <laughs> that's Alberta. Right. Yeah, uh, you were caught in a uh, warp core. That's like bubble. That's like event in that seemed to be a of your own doing. We've kindly disabled the Gemadar ship that was that's like uh, threatening you. Can you please confer with our captain to make certain that this incident is recorded and doesn't happen again?
0: Yeah. Thank and that's you. where we're going to end it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, questions, comments, suggestions, concerns, complaints, knives. We got two things Verbal knives. We did good. We got two things done yeah we oh, did get we things did.
2: done, so that was uh no it's interesting it's for a, a shorter episode to kind of you to try to kind of vary enough to get everybody else something to do except for sorry we maybe, maybe there's medical stuff afterwards sorry burke
3: no so. i knew i knew what i was doing
2: okay <clears throat> uh so yeah no I, I that was interesting especially i just giving us like a more of a security thing and then like oh uh a I, I, I complete space fold <laughs>
1: Uh, so, how, was how that, uh, resolution compared to your expectations on the, uh, the time loop thing?
0: Uh, let's see. So, for the, I gotta say, I did not anticipate a, such a general reaction to the Maquis. I thought you'd either just, like, nag guys, get bent, or, <laughs> or just fall in because it's a worthwhile resource for Starfleet to have, uh, so you are like, here's some food and uh, medical supplies so you guys don't starve to death. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to help you, and you guys really should come back to the Federation to get pumped. was a, a, a take I did not expect. <laughs> For the Warpfield thing, I was just like, eh, they'll figure it out however they figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's you. just whatever they say to do. Is just, yeah, it's like, yeah, that sounds right. Sure. <laughs>
3: I thought, uh, I, I didn't know how... Question. I didn't know how involved the Maquis stuff was going to be, so I was kind of, in some sense, uh, I guess I could have had a Fey point to sort of clear teeth, But I was wondering if we could, like, that situation to escalate where they get mad at being provoked and then uh, things get worse was kind of my dramatic intent. Yeah, um, but it's fine. I didn't expect them to also kind of roll over and be like, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> "We'll just stay here and starve." I don't know.
2: I'll think about it. <laughs> That's also what well, the gift I just found there is my hand cannon of what uh, that's like what Thravish and uh Platt are doing immediately after getting back onto the <laughs> ship.
0: <laughs> is that a buffet? Not for long.
1: I'm not, all I'm saying is like I'm probably not volunteering anytime soon to follow Platt into some weird freaking space anomaly because
0: we're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the last (laughs) anomaly worked out fine. So there's no reason this next anomaly shouldn't work out fine.
3: If you (laughs) do it enough times, it's not an anomaly anymore. Yeah, it's (laughs) just
0: normal procedure. (laughs) Uh, 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 I like uh, that podcast, by the way.
3: This one? Yeah, it's not bad. The
0: Greatest Generation. It amuses me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, no, that, yeah, I was, I, I'm sorry. I'm kind of doing the risky maneuvers, so.
0: Sorry, what for? <laughs> under- uh, dude, was,
2: because it, it, everybody, apparently the rest of the crew is saying, well, it's your turn to go on the shuttle with, uh, with Platt and they all start crying. Platt's
0: got a crazy theory again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as, as, the, as the player, dude, it was, it was great. Like, I enjoyed it. As the character, it was one of those, like, what the shit did I get myself into?
0: There's a reason I didn't take these engineering classes. (laughs) The shave is
3: just like, uh, computer, can you replicate seven straws of random
0: lengths?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was one of those, like, I went in there expecting, like, the Jim Hadar had made this to try to, like, ambush us, and we were going to be, like, in a fight for our lives in the shuttle to get out of here. Not stuck in the time loop thing, and like, it's all science and engineering, and Trishiva's like, well, that's totally not my bag of tricks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could have
0: been like, well, we'll just, we'll beam you over, you'll have like 10 seconds to set their warp core to explode, and then we'll just beam you back. And, you you know, we'll beam the whole team over, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll automatically absolutely. get beamed back, and you got a whole gem Hidaru. First, the first time Aaron started talking
1: about what he wanted to do, I was like, "Oh God, he's, that's what he's going to expect." It's like, <laughs> like, like I'm not, I'm not beaming into a Jim Hadar ship to try. No, to, no, I was not going go to send, send you in there. And it's like, well,
2: Travis, I was going to go like Travish, This is your time. Go. <laughs> this Shout is on.
0: the true punishment for trying to kill our captain all those <laughs> weeks ago. This is what you get. I yeah, I'm, I'm, killed I'm, all
1: not those Klingons. What's wrong with killing all these Jim Hadar? God,
2: they're much worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but that—that that was fun. That was interesting. Right. So. Great.
0: Uh, and with that, we'll say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.